0: Okay, so the Daughters of Lot. There is no real, I guess, spiritual redemptive moral or anything about this story, I don't think. Um, It's just really more fascinating to me. You know, if you think about Grimm's fairy tales, I don't know if you've ever actually gone in and read like Grimm's fairy tales versus like the Cinderella that we know or the Little Mermaid that we know. Disney's presented. And then you go in and you read like the actual Grimm fairy tale. Like they get real grim. Like literally, I know that's like the name, but it's, you know. They get get real dark real fast. And this is kind of similar. This is a similar situation where, you know, we've heard about the story of Lot and his wife turning to a pillar of salt and the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And then I went in and I read this and I'm like, whoa, this is actually like really dark. And it's part of these little stories that kind of frame Sarah and Abraham's story. Like they're in and out kind of all over around Abraham's story, but we don't really talk about them a whole lot. So this is in Genesis 19. It's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is where it starts out and then ends like a real crazy. So the daughters of Lot. Here we go. We're going to start with the story of Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis 19, 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Okay, pause there. The fact that he sat in the gate means that he's one of the magistrates or the people who rule over the city of Sodom, by the way. So he's kind of has some kind of authority or power in the city. Continuing, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. He's meeting the angels. And he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you into your servant's house and tarry all night, wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they came unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. Okay, so pause. Uh, This is one of those situations where I'm like, does that really mean what I think it means? I went and started reading some of the newer translations, and I'm like, oh yeah, that really means what I think it means. Okay, so they wanted them. Like, yeah, they wanted them, like, sexually. Yes, they did. Okay. Six, here we go. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after them. And he said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Like, don't do this, guys. Like, eight. Behold now, I have two daughters which have known no men. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for they therefore came under the shadow of my roof. Okay, yikes. (laughs) He offers up his two daughters. Like, here, they're virgins. Have fun with them. But don't do anything to these guys over here. Like, yeah, that's kind of yuck. Um, Super yuck. And I think it shows that in this culture that women were thought of less than the guests in your house. Like the whole tradition of treating guests and, you know, defending your guests and things like that was thought of so much more than the women of your house. That he was willing to offer up his daughters um, to the men of Sodom. Like that's, it's just really gross to me. Okay. So from that point forward, the angels help him, and then he and his family flee Sodom as they're leaving. It's getting destroyed. Lot's wife turns around and sees, like, the destruction and turns into a pillar of salt, but he and his two daughters run off, okay? They go to a place called Zor for a little while. Something happens, we're not sure what, but he leaves Zor with his two daughters, and they go and they live up in a cave, okay? So they're up in the cave. Fast forward. We're in verse 30. And Lot went up out of Zor and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zor. And he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. Okay, so they're in the cave. The daughters <laughs> must have learned something in Sodom between the time that they were, you know, supposedly these virginal little girls being offered up to like this, this wild crowd. Because in 31, the first firstborn daughter said unto the younger, our father is old. And there is not a man in the earth to come in after unto us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him that we may preserve the seed of our father. Okay, pause there. So where did they get the wine from? Like there was just wine on tap, like ready to go. I don't know. That's weird. They've been fleeing Sodom. They've been in Zoar for a little while, but now they're in a cave and they just so happen to have wine. Okay, two. So they certainly knew where babies came from at this point. Um, Scholarly text says text presents Lot's daughters as the initiators and perpetrators of the incestuous rape. So another scholar agrees, adding that the elder daughter says, let us lie with him. The meaning of the Hebrew verb in this context is close to rape. Okay, let us take him against his will, basically is what the older daughter is saying. like gross okay the other thing that they might have really thought was that they really thought they were the last people on earth they just escaped sodom which had just been like blown into a pile of ash could they really have thought they were the last people on earth it's possible i don't know they just saw their city and home destroyed i mean obviously they didn't turn around to see the actual destruction but i mean they obviously knew something had happened to the city that they escaped i don't know going back in 33. And they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not that she lay down, nor when she rose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with my father, let us make him drink wine this night also, and go in and thou lie with him, that we may preserve the seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose." Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bare a son and called his name Moab, the same as the father of the Moabites unto this day. Okay, so they created the Moabites, which was interesting. Um, Moabite, you know, Ruth was a Moabite, so I guess good came from this somehow. I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird story. You know, we go from Lot being there in Sodom and saying, here's my daughters, take them against their consent to turning around to being in this cave and the daughters take him without his consent. It's kind of an interesting reversal there. Um, You know, the other thing is Lot eventually had to have figured this out when all of a sudden he sees his girls are pregnant and like they're having babies and stuff. He had to have figured this out. So he had to live with the consequences of that. I also have to wonder if maybe if he did not realize that this is the consequences not only of, you know, that night or whatever, but the consequences of these children being like raised and growing up in this really wicked city where he was like a ruler and he was part of the bigwigs in the city. He kept his family there where they learned how to do this. I don't know. The whole story is very strange, but it's in there there's a couple other stories that as we go through that are just kind of like weird stories that are in here that I will probably touch on just because I think they're interesting not because they have any particular spiritual or moral um, implications this one just is interesting to me especially the mirroring of consent um in the beginning and the end I think that feels like it was done very purposefully I just don't know what the purpose was um but again good came out of it because it created the Moabites Ruth was a Moabite, and we know that through the line of Ruth, eventually Christ was born. So good came out of it from somewhere. All right. That is the story of Lot's daughters. Bye, y'all.